Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast, the podcast for all things operations. Hello, Operate Intelligently listeners. This is your host, Joshua Peach, for another episode, and I am really excited to have Dude Solutions team member, Ashlyn Johnson. Happy, welcome, first podcast episode, Ashlyn. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Good. Well, uh, Ashlyn, we're gonna we're gonna dig right into this one. This is a this is one of the one of the harder uh, topics for us to talk about. But over the last course of the last couple of weeks, uh, we've had a lot going on, and uh, a lot of people have reached out to us, um, you know, about what we're doing. And you know, first and foremost, uh, the dude has taken a very strong stance that racism is wrong altogether, uh, 100%. No room for it. Uh, our CEO put together a, a letter. Uh, that is open to the world, to Dude Nation, as well as outside, with uh, seven steps that we're taking, uh, and some of them we've we've been taking in action. So I'm going to go over those seven steps, Ashley, and then I want to dig right into you know what you're doing and uh, some of the exciting things that you've been doing for a while, and uh, and and let you take it from there if that's all right. Absolutely. Right. So from the dude's perspective, what we're doing right now. Uh, we're taking seven concrete actions. Uh, we're, the first one, which we just did uh, this past Friday, which Ashwin's going to go into more detail on, is we're, we're sponsoring an ongoing lunch and learn, uh, which is uh, organized by our diversity and inclusion uh, employee resource group, uh, Hughes of Dude. And uh, the first one was uh, on how to be an ally. Um, we're doing unconscious bias training, which is required by all people leaders and is open to all employees. Uh, we're going to annually sponsor three historically black college uh, universities for uh, internships at Dude Solutions, and uh, we'll start with programs this year. Uh, we're going to continue working in a supporting national group uh, called Blacks in Technology, which, Ashlyn, you're going to get us into uh, some more detail on that for uh, a recently approved Raleigh-Durham franchise that's uh, being co-sponsored by several dudes, Ashlyn being one of them. Uh, we're going to co-fund an initiative specifically aimed at supporting the black community through our internal philanthropy program, The Good Dude. Uh, the Good Dude is where we uh, give back 1% of our time, our profits, uh, and our efforts by every employee, and uh, we're going to do some more great programs with that. Um, we're going to broaden our scope of our executive and senior leadership team mentoring program to include a wider and more diverse audience, uh, and we will ensure the Diversity Inclusion Committee is well-funded, well-resourced, and given frequent airtime through company communication channels and meetings to ensure it stays at the front of our minds. I share that with the listeners because one thing that a lot of folks that have come to me anyway over the last two weeks has asked is, you know, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And I think the most important thing that you do is whatever it is, put it in writing, stay committed to it, and <clears throat> and that you stay uh, involved in it. Uh, and don't make this just a one and done or a short game. This has got to be a long game, a long game effort. Uh, it's got to stay front of mind. Uh, long past protests, long past justice uh, being served. It's got to be, this has got to be changed. This has got to be changed for, for the future. So, you know, with that said, um, I talked to Ashland a couple of days ago. I wanted to learn more about the hues of dude and because I didn't know myself enough about it. So Ashland, you know, tell me about hues of dude. How did, where did it come from? How did it come about? Give, give me some details. Yeah, absolutely. Peach. So Hughes of Dude is the first employee research group here at Dude Solutions that's solely focused on the development and inclusion for people of color to transcend all odds and do the best work of our lives. 
And that's kind of our mission statement that we kind of set for our group. And I'll give you some background. I know a lot of people are curious of how did this start, who started it, when and where. And I want to say it was either December of last year or January of this year. We just had one of our quarterly sales conferences where part of the conference is we all eat lunch. And in, it's just in like a big conference room. There's a bunch of circular tables with chairs and the meals are catered. So me and some of my black friends at the dude all just happened to be sitting at the same table. There was also one, I want to say just maybe one white coworker who decided to sit with us and that was completely fine. She was listening in to our conversations and stuff. And we, you could kind of tell that a lot of people in the room were probably looking at us. We're kind of, we're kind of used to that. I've been at a few tech companies and it's just kind of the norm to the level of minorities at most companies, I feel like all over the country, it's just a very small percentage. So when we're all together in a place, we just sometimes like to socialize, hang out, say, how are you guys doing? Talk about life, sports, things going on at home, things besides work. But the, to get to the point, Ed came, Ed is our CEO, and he came and sat at the table with us. And that was shocking to, I'm pretty sure, all of us at the table. We just kind of looked at each other like, is this really happening? Okay, let's see where this goes. So Ed sat down. This was the first time I think I've had a conversation with Ed. And we're just talking about life. We, I remember I started the conversations because Ed runs the ultra marathons, and I was reading a book by David Goggins. If you don't know who that is, definitely YouTube him. He's a crazy, inspiring Marine, he's done it all. You just have to look him up. So we talked about that, some other things, life. And then, of course, the conference went on. We didn't really think too much of it. And then a few weeks later, I got an email from a coworker who was at that table saying that Ed wanted to take us all out to lunch. And I was like, uh, okay, I've never had a CEO want to sit down and have lunch with me, so let's do it. So we all went to, we all went to lunch together, and Ed kind of sat us down. And he just wanted to like talk to us because he was genuinely concerned. He's, he wanted to know like, Hey, I know I sat at that table of all you guys, but did you feel comfortable? Like, do you guys feel comfortable enough to interact with like, obviously do solutions is the majority white people. So he was asking like, Hey, did you guys feel like you all had to sit together? And our answer was absolutely not. We're on, we're spread out through different teams of the dude. So we're always, I love, <laughs> we got no problem with white people. I have white friends, white coworkers that I deal with every day of the week. So sometimes it's just nice for us to have a space. And one of my teammates made the point of, it was really interesting. He said, if you saw a group of white people at one of those tables, you wouldn't go up to them and say, Hey, there's something wrong. Do you not feel comfortable? It's just the fact that we're such a minority at dude solutions that it would seem like something may be wrong when there's nothing wrong at all. So Ed brought up the suggestion of like, is there any type of uh, clubs already established or anything we could do to help promote and ensure diversity of the dude. And we kind of thought about it and we're like, okay, well, we can absolutely make something happen, but we're going to have to do some research. So we found, so internally we founded, it's now called Hughes of the Dude, which is a group, like I said, uh, the first employee resource group at Dude Solutions, focused on inclusion and development. And then we're still, so that's been established. And then outside of that, we want to start, there's a bigger charter called Blacks and Technology, and they have different chapters across the country. So we've been in talks with them of how we could get an RTP chapter started, and Dude Solutions would be behind it and funding it. So that's going to be awesome. Uh, Daryl Johnson, he's no longer with the dudes, but I got to give him a shout out. Him, Dom Jones, and Gary Blunt, they helped start uh, Hughes of the Dudes, but they're no longer with Dude Solutions. 
so we're still in talks with them about how we could still get blacks and technology up and going. But uh, that's how we started. I'll give you our vision statement too. That's going to be to thrive in a culture that fosters diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, where people of color can reach the crest of our achievements and inspire future generations. So we've been working on getting this up and running this year. COVID has kind of slowed down our charge because we'd love to have bigger events in person where we can have these conversations and dialogue. Our first, we're really excited. We met today talking about our first event was last Friday where we did a lunch and learn. And we had, we had the chance to meet with the executive team last week before we threw that lunch and learn. And I very bluntly let the whole team know that I appreciate the fact that Ed didn't just come out and say, Hey everybody, uh, our club Hughes a dude is throwing an event. I want everybody to be there because I generally, when it comes to conversations about race and stuff, they're not easy conversations for anybody to have. And I'm not going to open up to people who don't want to really have this conversation. So I thanked him and definitely suggested that to make this as authentic as possible. I want our first lunch and learn to be with people who voluntarily sign up. So we were all just curious if anybody was going to show up, if it was just going to be 20 of us, 30 of us, and the day of, I was watching, we were all in a Zoom, and I was watching the number go up. I'm pretty sure we got up to 144 employees here at Dude Solutions, and we got to have our first conversation around what it's like. So we brought in Dr. Olei, and he kind of talked about all the emotions that Blacks are feeling when they come to work. Like, there's a lot of stresses and stuff going on in the world, and sometimes it's really hard for us to just watch what's going on in the news and be a part of all that, and then just come in Monday pick up your phone and say, Hey, this is Ashton with Duke Solutions. How you doing? The weather's, the weather's beautiful here. Like we're still, we can't just turn off one and turn on the other. So we talked about the stresses and stuff and also allyship, what everybody else can do to kind of help out. This isn't what's going on in this country. Isn't a problem just for black people. And it's, it's up to you guys to keep fighting for equality. This is, this is a problem that everybody should be, Everybody should be mad about talking about. So it's really cool to see all the conversations that we're starting to have in and out of work. And we're going to try and put on more events like the Lunch and Learn we had Friday where it's okay to talk about things like this in the workplace. You know, sometimes it's just you don't know the right things to say. And it was really cool to see us come together and have a safe space where people can ask questions, give their opinions, and really talk about what we can do to make the change, like you said, more than just protesting what's going to be the next step. And I really feel like the seven things you listed are definitely a uh, part of that. One thing I just want to say about the seven things, I also mentioned this to Ed, but the thing that like stuck with me the most was the fact that we're going to have internships for historically black college and universities. And why I feel like that's huge is because dudes like in, uh, in the triangle, there's a bunch of big tech companies that everybody knows about Cisco, Red Hat, all those bigger names, but dude solutions I feel like we're still so small, people just don't even know we exist. And I was working at Cisco before coming to Dude Solutions. And the only reason I ended up here is because one of my black friends left Cisco, came to Dude Solutions and was texting me like, hey, man, there's a startup. I'm sure you've never heard of it, but you should absolutely apply because he knew it was interested in getting into sales. So I feel like it's going to take those kind of interactions for us to help not only promote, but also grow diversity within the company itself. So if we're getting out there into the colleges and HBCUs and saying, hey, we want you to come learn about our company, they're going to go back to school and tell their friends, like, hey, I know you applied to Cisco, but you should also check out Dude Solutions. they got a lot of cool stuff going on. So that's definitely what I'm excited to see moving forward. Well, i gotta, I got to thank the friend that told you to come work here because, like I told you beforehand, 
uh, in the in the going on six years that you've been here uh, since the first time I met you, you've always had a big smile on your face and you've always been uh, just an absolute uh, great ally and friend to me uh, and the allies uh, webinar, I think, as I shared with you last Friday was one of the most powerful hours uh, I've ever experienced and to, to, to listen to um, fellow dudes that have walked the same halls as I, I do um, and me looking and seeing, feeling like there's no um, tensions or stresses or worries or, or anything and hearing, you know, some of our team members that say, hey, I, I, I put a lot of effort and thought into what I put on to wear every day. Um, you know, I have to mm -hmm. have, I have to have difficult conversations with my, with my five-year-old and I had, and, and, you know, that gave a lot of awareness and understanding for me and I'm sure for others. Um, and you're right. It was, I was, I was amazed. I was excited to see how many uh, of our dudes, you know, voluntarily did come to the, come to this uh, webinar um, because it is, this is, this is uh, emotional. It is, it's a hard topic. Uh, you're never going to say all the right words. We're always going to have something that's going to be, uh, looked at as you didn't say enough, you said too much, you didn't do enough, whatever the whatever it is. Um, but you guys just knocked it out of the park. Um, the the um, the blacks and technology group. That's something that anybody anywhere. You know, we've got listeners from all over the place, and this is why we're doing this podcast so that others hopefully can look at our playbook. Uh, it doesn't need to be replicated completely, but maybe things for consideration. Um, blacks and technology is something that anyone can essentially anywhere can can apply for a chapter and try to, because it looks like you got about 13 or 14 chapters currently. Does that sound about right? Absolutely. Yes, uh, sir. Okay. So then that's, and we'll put this in the show notes, but it's blacksandtechnology.net is, is where you can get more information uh, on that. Um, how many members are in the Hughes of Dude? So let's see. So we are, so we've been meeting weekly to get things up and going. And right now we have our executive board, our first interest meeting. So let's see, let me back up. Our board is made up of Rosa. She's the president. Eric, he's in, uh, Rosa's in HR. Eric's in applications. He's the VP. I'm the executive financial offer. And Tanisha, Tanisha Cruz is our uh, marketing specialist going forward right now. So right now it's kind of the four of us meet on a weekly basis to try and plan events next thing going forward. So our first kickoff event is going to be on June 19th. For some people who don't know, Juneteenth is a huge African-American holiday because that's when the last slaves were notified that slavery's ended. And it's kind of like our 4th of July. So we figured that would be fitting to have our first like kind of kickoff meeting. So we have, I can share with you the registration we have that open and we're hoping to have a lot of people show up to that so we can finally get some committee members going and see how people can get involved. And we don't want people to think this is just a club for people of color. We definitely need allies and people can always volunteer to help. And we'd love to include people in our events and conversations because nothing's going to change if it's just us having the conversations of the struggles we're going through or, oh, did you see that? We obviously want to make this open dialogue like we had Friday going forward. So we'll definitely be having more events like that lunch and learn and some other cool stuff we have planned moving forward. We're going to work on also getting a community calendar so people can know when events are happening and sign up. Yeah. 
That's cool. And you're right. You want to cast a wider net and open it up, open it up to everybody to get involved and, and get the buzz going and talking about it, uh, talking about what you guys are doing more. Um, just, just out of curiosity, you know, from the time that you sat down at the table with Ed and had your lunch and discussions, you know, how much work did you guys have? You, how much work have you guys put into, you know, organizing and, and getting a, framework of whose responsibilities and then actually putting on that first webinar you know how much how much heavy lifting does it take to to uh, to get something like this started what's the commitment look like yeah so that's a great question i feel like it worked because we had enough people so we started with i think there was about five or six of us and we were all just kind of on the same page of we know what we want to do let's just establish our our mission statement, our vision statement, and then let's just start talking. So we started back when we were able to meet in the office. So I'd say we were meeting maybe every two weeks or once a week to just kind of talk about for an hour, the different ideas we have. Okay, when are we going to be able to have a first event? Who's going to be there? Who's going to take care of what? And luckily, I'm not the most organized person, but we do have a lot of teammates who are like, okay, let's just delegate this out. Eric, you handle the marketing. You already know some contacts in IT. I'll go reach out to leadership and Ed and see what's going on here. So we just kind of delegated the workout to make it a lot easier because I feel like the hardest part of all this is we'd love to just throw these events and stuff, but at the same time, we're still full-time employees. So mm -hmm. finding the balance of, okay, I got to get my work done. But at the same time, this is, this feels like the most important work I could do at this company. So just the balance of having that all going and, just kind of dividing the work evenly and having people all with the same goal, same mission. I feel like anybody at any company could absolutely get something like this going. It's, it is hard work, but I feel like if you just have a big enough support system that you can say, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make the meeting today, or I can't do this. Can I rely on you? Can I email you, call you real quick to get that handled? And then the rest just falls into place. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, you guys have done a great job. It's amazing uh, what you've accomplished in a short amount of time. Uh, and like I said, you know, my, my dialogue with you the other day was, you know, trying to understand because it seemed like everything just happens. Everything's just been kind of fluid with, with COVID coming. And then when everything happened on May 25th to now, it's just been, you know, it seems like everything's just kind of moved along and, and come into place. But the reality is there's all this work in the background that was being done. You guys just got expedited on having to put some events and put some some ideas into motion probably a little bit sooner than you would have liked. What do you foresee? I guess you get a crystal ball. Uh, take your crystal ball out. What do you think yeah. about, what do you what do you look to see a year from now? What do you think you'd like to see accomplished? What do you think you'd like to see? We're obviously going to you know, hopefully have a number of uh, internships that have already hopefully gone through our doors or virtually through Zoom. But mm -hmm. um, what what would you like to see you and I have this conversation next year and you go, hey, look at all these great things we accomplished or uh, what's on your next to do list of making it happen? Yeah, sure. Well, I think personally what I would like to see is just people at the company just know the name Hughes of the Dude. It just be like, oh, yeah, Dude Solution, Hughes of the Dude. We have that. Like just everybody to know, I'm not saying I want every single person at the company involved, but I want people to be able to be aware and, you know, like just be able to know who we are, what we do, and not only us internally, but I feel like I love the fact that today in our meeting, we went, we met with our marketing team to help create some logos, some information, and kind of us uh, collaborate about how we're going to talk about events and different things, because I want not only for people to know internally, but then let's say I've never heard of Dude Solutions. 
I want to be able to go to the Dude Solutions website and know that instead of, I feel like with a lot of tech companies, if you go to a website, they'll say, uh, we promote diversity. Diversity is great. We love it. Here's a picture of some diversity at our company. I want Hughes of the Dude to be like, we promote diversity. Here's, who, here's Hughes of the Dude. Here's some events they've done. Here's how we're staying involved in the community. Just a little bit more than I actually attended uh, UNC Wilmington. And before my session orientation, they had like a whole weekend where I was like, hey, diversity, we care about it, we promote it. And then I was like, okay, awesome. I, I knew the demographics of the school, but I love the beach. So I was like, all right, let me go check it out. Then I get to campus freshman year and I'm in my orientation meeting the first day in my dorm. And I am one of two people of color in a dorm of about 500 students. So I was just kind of looking around like, oh, okay, well, I'm not saying you lied to me, but <laughs> this isn't as, you know, this isn't as diverse as I thought. So I want, I want to be able to say that Dude Solution doesn't just talk the talk. We're walking the walk and we have concrete examples of us doing what we say we promote and what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's great. And that's, it's spot on. Uh, I think that a lot of people are saying diversity and inclusion and they're including it in their conversations. And you're, you're right. You know, a lot of people uh, out there say it, but they don't, they don't do it. And sometimes it's that they don't have the applicants or they don't have the people that are, you know, but they can say they have diversity because they have one, you know, you know, whatever their percentage breakdowns are that they give. Absolutely. Um, but actually putting putting action behind it where you truly are building uh, a more diverse um, environment, whether it's where you go to school or where you work. So that's, that's, I'll tell you what, anytime you want to do a Hughes of the Dude special awareness podcast on the Operate Intelligently channel, it's all yours. Uh, you can take, you can take, the all mic, right. you can take the mic and, and do what you want and <laughs> let people know we can do it quarterly, we can do it weekly, whatever you want to do, because uh, I'm really excited about everything that you're doing. And, and uh, I, I admire your, your passion and your team's passion for putting this on. As you say, you've got a, you got a full-time job. This isn't a position uh, that is, uh, yeah. this isn't like a, something you applied for. This is an add on on top of your full-time job that you guys are committed to. So uh, anything I can do to help you uh, in your mission, I want to see it. And uh, I want to see a hundred percent of our uh, dude nation to know what Hughes of the dude is not just internally. I want to see our clients to know what I, I want our, I want our clients uh, to all know what, what we're doing and how we're doing it. So um, you just let me know when you want to put that on. So, Absolutely. We will be reaching out to you. Good, good. Well, I think that this is great. I think that, uh, you know, this, these are the tough conversations that we have to have. And I think these are the things that uh, people need to be thinking about to, uh, to move us forward, to get to change. Um, you know, I, I had a great conversation with, uh, with a speaker that we've had come in, David Cooks, uh, who's a great friend of mine. I, I don't know if you met him, but uh, he's the author of From Paralysis to Purpose. Um, but we were talking yesterday and, and, you know, his, his thing is, you know, there's, there's justice and there's change. And, um, we, we gotta get to the, we gotta, we gotta go to the change part because we've seen justice and it's just, it just repeats itself. But when we see change, when we see actionable things happen that get past justice and past, um, you know, the protests, that's when we're going to see some real, uh, some real differences and opportunities for folks. And that's what we want to, that's what we want to do here at the dude. So, um, Appreciate you for getting on this podcast and, and sharing with us what you're doing. And uh, excited to see uh, Blacks and Technology chapter opening up in the in the Raleigh Triangle, headed up by you and your team. And um, I'm, I'm just uh, really appreciative of everything that you've done so far. 
I look forward to the, the future webinars and, and events that you guys have. I'll be at every single one of them. Uh, had me sold in the first minute last Friday, so I'm, I'm in. Um, <laughs> anyway, any, we appreciate the support. So how do people get a hold of you? How do they call you? How do they email you if they're listening, if we have internally or even externally, if somebody wants to learn more, get more, or, or connect with you, you know, social media, email, phone number, whatever you're comfortable giving out uh, to share with the world? Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. If you're internally, I feel like the easiest way to contact me, shoot me a team message. I'm just uh, Ashlyn Johnson. That's going to be A-S-H-L-Y-N-D. I'm pretty sure I'm the only Ashlyn at the company and in in the Raleigh area, so I'm not too hard to find. <laughs> Feel free to shoot me an email if you prefer that avenue. Uh, my cell phone number is 919-219-3682. I'm always open to any and every conversation anybody wants to have about how we got started at this company, uh, any advice. I'm here to talk. My personal email address is going to be ajj13300 at gmail.com. Feel free to message me, text me, call me. I'm always open to talk if I'm not busy doing some other stuff on the customer success side of things here at Dude Solutions, but absolutely happy to help anybody get involved or anything they may need from either dude's side. And professionally, you're on LinkedIn as well. Connect with connect with you and follow you. You put some good stuff out there uh, uh, on LinkedIn. Just look for a handsome guy with a big smile on his face. Uh, and you that's named Ashlyn Johnson. So I think that that's the only one. I just did a search and you're the only, you're the only one, uh, and yep. a nice big smile. So welcome, welcoming. So, uh, make sure to connect with them. Well, I appreciate you taking the time here today and, uh, and educating me and educating our listeners. I look forward to having you on and getting more updates and sharing with the world and, uh, always in your corner, my friend, appreciate you. And, uh, Appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you too. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch. Sounds good. Well, that will do it for another episode of Operate Intelligently. Uh, really appreciate everybody listening. This has been arguably uh, some of the hardest times in our lives, and I know that it's going to get better, and it's it's because of initiatives like what Ashlyn and our team are doing uh, and others out there that are doing that are making that are going to make the difference for a, a better future and change. So let's look forward to uh, getting back to to uh, taking care of one another a lot better. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast produced by Dude Solutions. You can reach us by emailing dspodcast at dudesolutions.com or check us out on the web at dudesolutions.com.